You're listening to the Emerald Podcast Network. You're listening to The Weekly Ponder! I'm Alex Welke, and I'm joined today in the studio by Tanner Owens and Nagina Pirzad from Opinion. Hey guys. What's up, Alex? Hello. Uh, so, what's going on in the world this week? So, here's a little rundown of the news. Um, it start. I started with this week, um, the Baby Center. It's a really popular parenting website. Um, they just released their list of most popular baby names for the year for both boys and girls. So that was fun to like look through and see what was number one and what has changed since last year. Interestingly, um, Instagram filter names are climbing the lists. You've got stuff like Lux, Hudson, Val- is Valencia on it? Yeah, Valencia oh. for girls is on the list. Valencia is such a classy filter, I get right? it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of just showing how millennial parents are looking to... I don't know, like pop culture, I guess, for baby names. I guess they're bored with the classics. They're to their social media for inspiration. <laughs> These names didn't make it into the top ten or anything, but they are climbing the charts. Yeah. Um, a lot of them, um, like Lux, for example, jumped by 75% since last year in popularity. Like, that's Lux. a huge jump. Well, yeah, yeah. Lux. I mean, I don't never heard anybody named Lux. Um, there was a show that was not very good called Life Unexpected where the main character's name was Lux. I'm just going to go just with that. Just throw that out there. So. <laughs> Is that the one with Kelly Osbourne? No. Oh, <laughs> and then also interestingly, so Instagram names are climbing the charts, and then also names from the popular TV show Empire oh, yes. have been oh, um, increasing in popularity as well. The show came out in January of this year, and since then, names from the show like um, Royalty, Dre, Hakeem, Leon. Lucius. Yeah, all those names have been jumping by like 60%, 88%, 70%. Like, they're pretty big numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Man. I would not name a child after uh, Lucius Lion because he's not very nice, but I would name a child after Cookie. <laughs> Cookie. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, number one, the number one names are still kind of they're the more traditional. Names. Olivia, Sophia. Sophia. Emma. Yeah. Very cute names. I like them. I wonder how Jackson. often this does happen with yeah, that like a TV, TV shows show sweeps. Or like pop culture, yeah, yeah, like something like that mm-hmm. influences the year of names. Like how many Merediths were born after Grey's Anatomy? <laughs> right? Yeah. I was like reading an article about it, and there was a huge jump in the name Isabella after the Twilight movies. Oh, I believe out. that. <laughs> it was like topping all the charts. Man, those Twihards really procreate. <laughs> Um, and then some names that weren't so popular for babies this year, but that did make an appearance in Paris this week, um, were Leo DiCaprio, Al Gore, Sean Penn, and Arnold Schwarzenegger, among the celebrities who were featured in the COP21 conference that's happening right now in Paris. And that's an environmental conference? Yeah, it's for climate change, put on by the UN. Um, it's giving world leaders two weeks to come up with a solid plan, um, to decrease, um, just carbon emissions and get our climate back on track the whole thing is like we can't our like our overall temperature can't go over two celsius two celsius within the next 20 years or else a lot of damage can happen Mm -hmm. um but if we keep our industries like the way they are and if we keep working like all the countries if they don't change anything we are expected to go up by five degrees celsius so we really have to dial back yeah so scientists are like get a plan together it's not looking good for you guys or for us in general (laughs) it's everyone yeah so it's a pretty big deal the whole plan that people um 
like there's a lot of activists that have been uh, picketing at the conference or outside the conference who are really um, making it urgent for the leaders to come up with a solid plan. Wow. Well, yeah, in, Ch- in Beijing, too, in China, they just, their smog rate just went up to, like, super hazardous levels, exactly. and it's never been that high, and so it's just, like, they're really, there's no way to say that this is not happening right now, and it's not, the, like, one of the most, or the most pressing issue of the time. Totally. I mean, Leonardo DiCaprio is there, so it is serious business. <laughs> right? Are they just, like, giving speeches, like, giving their testimonies yeah, to famous people? Yeah, exactly, doing some interviews. Sean Penn had a really great speech. Um, it was cool. Snapchat had a feed going the past couple days from the conference, and they showed some bits of Sean Penn's speech, Al Gore's speech, and um, uh, Al Gore's and stuff, so that was cool. And then they also showed, um, like, all these little biking centers to, like, charge your phone and to make <laughs> smoothies. There's an art gallery going. Like, it seems like a really cool place to be at. It's more than a conference. I feel like it's more like a... Yeah, it's an experience. Fair, right? Yeah. yeah. Hopefully it gets people interested. Yeah, like, finally, more, uh, yeah, <laughs> like, draw like, some awareness. Yeah. And we have some news on a more serious note, I believe. Yes, yeah, so, um... Paris is kind of in that whole um, kind of a somber state where the attacks happened a couple weeks ago. They are recovering from that. Um, So fortunately, the conference can take place there and they didn't change the location. But unfortunately, an American city um, experienced a really bad massacre this week in San Bernardino, California. Um, where 14 people died and 21 were wounded, and it was all because of gun violence, which is way too common in the news this this year, last year, the last couple years. So um, that was really sad. Um, it was a husband and wife who carried out the massacre, and it was Saeed Rizwan Farouk and Tashfin Malik, and they both um, died after they killed the 14 people and wounded 21 after they got into a they were shootout, in like a with, shootout with the police, police. right exactly yeah. um so they both died and then since then a lot of new information has been coming out about like what happened sort of um like what they found in their apartments yeah and why stuff. would they want to do this exactly and malik was proven to have some allegiance with isis reportedly um after some investigation happened with her social media accounts um, and then, did you guys hear about the whole thing where journalists were yeah. allowed into the apartment? Like, CNN and CNBC, just, the police let them in, so, like, these journalists... It wasn't even the police, it, it was, was the landlord. The, landlord. Yeah. the police hadn't even been in there. Are you like, kidding? That's great, like, that should be illegal. The journalists went in and, like, were, like, touching stuff and taking pictures of everything. Like, it's still a crime scene, you know? Putting it on TV. Yeah. Like, who slipped the landlord the, of 20? Right, like, exactly. Just because the landlord said that they could go in. It's just, like... They didn't break any laws, per se, but it's just, like, the ethics of it is Yeah, it's insane. very ethical. For those big media outlets like that who have been... Who know yeah. what you should and should not do. It's like, I get it. You, you, you got a the good scoop. story. Exactly. Like, it, it might come out to be, like, a really good story, but don't mess up a crime scene where... Also, like, that I doubt it. Well, it's even just crazy how... I mean, it is a very, like, political issue right now, gun violence and gun rights... But, I mean, some of these media outlets, as soon as they hear about these shootings, they turn it into a political issue. Instead of just maybe focusing on the people who got hurt or the situation at hand, they kind of immediately turn it into something that they can debate over. Exactly. Um, well, so the New York Times, their reporters and investigators have been doing a really good job with covering this story. 
Um, so first they came out with um, how the investigation was kind of refocused after authorities found like all this arsenal in their in their apartment. The authorities, showing, not the other journalists. Right. Yeah. yeah. Showing that like they probably had other attacks planned out. So that came out, and then the New York Times also reported. That the couple had a recent visit to the Middle East and the whole thing with Malik and her allegiance to ISIS um, and other Islamic extremists within the U.S. and abroad showing that this could be more than just a massacre in California, you know, like a domestic issue. This could be a huge terror attack that is linked to like international um, events. And then also with the New York Times, um, this week they published, um, an editorial as a front page story, which they haven't done in like 80 plus years. Exactly. Yeah. Since 1920. So that was really cool to see. Um, again, bringing to light the whole issue of gun violence, Mm -hmm. um, which sadly Democrats came out with the gun control proposal last Thursday, um, just with two big points that I feel like everybody should agree on, but the Republicans in Senate shot it down. One point was that people who are on the terror watch list can't buy firearms. Understandably, like, I feel like that should that, be a that given. That kind of makes sense in itself. Yeah. Right? And then the second point in their proposal was just to intensify background checks um, for people who are buying firearms. Again, something that should be a given. Um, but yeah, Republicans shot it down, and their whole argument was that they think their like the reformation within the government should be refocused on mental health and not on um, not on like gun buying control itself exactly. And so they think that mental health should be um, like the center of people's focus, saying that this is what's going to prevent shootings from happening is to treat mental mental illness first. But my question is, why can't we have both? You know, it's a great question. Right. It's like we spend so much money on so much stuff in the government that we don't really need to spend it on. It's like, might as well spend money on both of these things. Exactly. Yeah. And there's enough proof to show that it needs to happen. <laughs> um, so then, yeah, from Southern California, from that whole, the massacre that happened to our UO campus... Um, this week we, as students, we got some pretty intense crime Yeah, crime two alerts. crime alerts. Yeah. Um, so one was about a girl who, a student who was walking near Hamilton, the dorms, um, Hamilton Hall on 13th Street, and she was attacked from behind. Um, the attacker put a sharp object to her neck and was trying to drag her backwards. Um, when luckily, fortunately, she had um, pepper spray on her and she immediately sprayed him, got kind of a good look at him to know like kind of how tall he was what he was wearing and all that um and then got away which was really good and then the second it was two armed robberies that was actually reported yesterday morning saturday um early in the morning at 5 a.m they were on campus two people not together these were completely separate um robberies but the descriptions of the suspects were really similar so they think it was the same person um, and they both were held at gunpoint for just for their valuables. Yeah, cell phones, yeah. wallets, just, and the, anything little. He was just willing to take anything from them. That's crazy. Yeah. So what do you guys think people should do? Stay safe out there. Stay in well-lit areas if you can. Walk with a friend home. Don't be by yourself. A boy or a girl. or It doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter. Anybody can get targeted by these guys. They don't care. 
I wonder how effective, so if people are on campus, we have these, like, giant blue emergency buttons. I wonder how effective those are. Like, I haven't heard of anybody pushing it. Well, I don't know. I thought one of the, I think I read in one of the cases they ran to a blue box because their phone was stolen by the guy. So they ran to a blue box to report it. Yeah. So So I wonder how fast, like, the police showed up then. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah. Yeah, it just sucks that so many of the streets near campus are pitch black. If there's nobody out at night, if it's 4 a.m., like... You can't see anybody until they're within 20 yards of you. Like, yeah, exactly. One of these things happened at 20th and Pat, which is A, very close to where I usually am, and B, is like a pretty dark, not that well-lit street. But then the other one was right here on campus at 10.30 at night by the dorms, so that's that's pretty scary. Yeah, yeah, that was a weird one, just because there are people walking around near Hamilton and Bean at 10.30. Like, there's usually not a good amount of students, but there are students out at 10.30 p.m. going to get some late-night food or anything it's like that's just crazy that these people think they can do this they can just come on campus and break the law and do whatever they want and not get in trouble exactly so stay safe ducks that's that's it for my news rundown for the week yeah stay safe have a great winter break and there'll be more to ponder when you get back right yeah but without alex (laughs) our podcast editor is graduating and going off into the real world so we'll, we might have another person on the podcast, but it'll still be happening. Yeah. And get all your news from us. <laughs> Make sure you keep tuning in for Tanner and Nagina. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Alex.